Hello and welcome to D&D Tonight. We are a family of 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons players. We get together every Tuesday, sometimes Wednesday, to play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons in a family-friendly manner. Everyone is welcome to listen to us. I edit out all the bad words so that you don't hear them. Because somebody... Now, let's introduce our players. I'm going to start with the one who wanted to say ahem first. Oh. That was Clef, who sounds like a demon today. <laughs> it's actually Stitch. Lilo and Stitch, you know. Oh, I had forgotten about Lilo and Stitch. Let me see if I can. Can I get can I get that far enough into my voice to do that? Oh, I'm pretty close. I'm not too far away. Maybe <laughs> he's, he's not. It's not close. No, I'm miles off. I'm miles away. How do you do it? Anyway, moving right along to the next player. I don't use my lips. I use my throat. I just skip the lips. Oh, I'm stiff and I don't use my lips. Oh, yes. I really don't. It's actually just my throat. Yeah, well, my throat hurts still. It does hurt your throat after a while. It's a talking what the what the what the what? What is going on here? How come my whole family can do it for me? All right, we got one more player. Go on then, Tiffy. I am a uh, Awin. Talking away from the microphone. I am Awin today. Ah, now the microphone's been stolen. <laughs> now it's mine. Awin. Awin. Uh, Dragonborn, Lady of the Lands. Her also sounds like a demon. A great dragonborn sent on a quest to save our other questers. It's very important work. We're questing to save questers who are questing to save the world. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Thanks for that recap. <laughs> we've got we've got one more player with us today. This is Dad. And I am Nim. N I E M. I'm a half uh, club footed. Muscle man who beats rocks into sand. With Did my you try to hammer. rhyme? <laughs> yes, Dad is playing Neem, our satyr barbarian, native to the Feywild, and rather like a barbarian. Exactly. Now, if I remember where our party left off last time. Oh, wait a minute. We lost one. Pause. Hold for a moment. Ah, she has returned. All right, Clef, you're laying on the ground unconscious. Your friends are wondering what happened to you. It's as if you logged out of existence for a moment. <laughs> it was an important trip, okay? That sounds good. Yes, last time. I believe I was very quickly rushing you through the Feywild because I'm a terrible DM and I pl planned way too much to get done in as short a period of time as I wanted to get it done in. So, let's recap what happened last week before I dive right into what happens. Uh, does anyone remember what happened last week? I think I have 16 points damage. And it wasn't last week, it was the week before. Okay, it's been a bit. Does anybody remember what happened since the last time we played? Um... <laughs> Did we have a battle with this guy here? We fought something. Yes! Yes, there was a battle. There was a... Well, actually, I believe we started off with some dying zombies that then led into a minotaur skeleton. Oh, yeah, he was taking us down. Yeah, and I was just doing nothing so that I wouldn't die because I have no health. He hits 
pretty hard, it turns out. Barbarians are beefy things. Anyway, we beat him, and then we uh, heard this noisy monster growling in the distance. I think. That's what I remember. Yeah, I think that was the Minotaur. You beat the zombies, and then the Minotaur growled at you. Okay. It's just like, we defeated him. I think we chopped him in the leg. Beat him Beat those knees down. He comes yeah. down to our level, then we happy knees. Beat him up. Okay, smiling caps. Let's see what happened after that. I think you made your way further south, or maybe west. We went south and hit, we turned uh, south down this fork right here. Ah, yes, you did. You turned south. You made it to the road with the little building. Mm. Yes, a small building here. Yes, there was the little house that had uh, some kind of banner out the top of it. Yeah, we spent the night there, I think. Oh, wait, is that the ghost girl? Yeah, it was the ghost girl, and then the ghost girl was like, oh, hey, guess what? They tried to kill us? Yeah, I think we stopped right after y'all met the ghost girl, and she turned into some kind of, like, monster, demon, banshee thing. But on the plus side, I think... Think you had faded into the shadow fell, maybe? Because, like, all the color was gone from the world, and then all of a sudden you weren't in the shadow fell anymore, and now she's evil. Mm-hmm. And a banshee. We're crossing some sort of plains? Oh, yeah, crossing plains is my favorite. Yeah, it's like, it's like as you've been walking, like, some weird stuff's been going on. Like, things aren't like they're supposed to be. Which is weird, because the Feywild is basically like things aren't like they're supposed to be all the time, but it's like not like they're supposed to be in a different way than usual. The planes are melding into each other. Did it say anything on the banner? Uh, it was hard to make out anything on the banner. It was obviously very old. Okay. There was the remnants of some kind of pattern on the banner. Okay, dokie. So I think the Banshee screamed at you and we rolled initiative. Yeah, I think that's where we were. Yeah, I think that's where we were. I don't think you guys had slept, though. So any damage you have is probably still there, which is maybe not great. Big yay. Yeah, maybe not great. I'm not feeling too well, I guess. With 16 damage. Oh, 16 points for damage. Huh? Sixteen and four, that makes twenty damage. Oh my god. Oh. What is she doing? Shaking the dice? Shaking the dice! Well, I'm gonna end up killing you all. Oh, wait a minute! No, 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 no. You guys walked for a while. You should all have had an opportunity to take a short rest and recover health. Maybe that's what Merlin meant, or when, what Neem meant when Neem said that he thought we slept. So you can spend your hit dice to recover health. Because yes, I wasn't planning on killing you tonight. It's not supposed to be a total party kill. That's a good thing. Uh, he kills him. So I believe you're all level three, so you each get three hit dice. In Neem's case, that's a d12. And then whoa, we get uh, d8. Eight. Yeah, so you all get three of them to recover some stuff. This triangle one? Yeah, this thing. What? Oh, look, a seven. But you get it three times. How can it be a... Well, the seven does it, so no. I'd... We're doing this thing? Oh, you're good. You didn't take too much hits. Yeah, because I was sure it's not this one? No, this one. This one is for you. It has 12 on it. Yes, that's the one. You get three of those recovered. This 
this weird thing that I'm holding in my hand. Okay. Great. I got one. Well, you get it two more times. Don't roll two more ones. That's not great. <laughs> I'm not good at this. Eleven. Okay. Now we're cooking. Nine. Wait, it's a six. That's not so bad. It's a six. Pretty sure that's... Oh, never mind. Okay, so it's... Uh, so you're 12, uh, three below maximum? Eighteen. Yes. Your wounds have healed as you've proceeded to make your way throughout the course of the rest of the day. Well, somewhat healed. You still feel very tired. It's gotten to be towards the later end of the day. You were looking at this house as a potential place to bed down for the night and take some rest from the cold, but it seems that something is in the way of that. We are in the snow. We're in the snow, you know. Yes, yes, you are. Welcome to Dananada. Except it's, it's not the Are we in Dananada? No, you wish. We're in the Feywild. Yeah. It's gonna be a total party kill. Ah! So, what happens is the Banshee, who is about 60 feet away, is going to wail at you. Everyone must roll a wisdom saving throw. Uh-oh. Great. I don't think we have any of that, do we? Uh, no. I, I die. Is that the 20? The 20, uh... Yes. Roll a 20 uh, side of die and add your wisdom modifier, which I doubt anybody has much of, but it's not a super hard skill check. Mm. 16. 16 minus better 1. better be good. 15. Well, I, I am a caveman. I only rolled a 2. Oh, great. Bro, bro. He failed it. <laughs> so, your two plus whatever you have is guaranteed to not pass it. Exactly. You can feel in the... I'm trying to go for a, a hoof-based pun here. No! No puns! Help me with a hoof-based pun for being afraid. <laughs> you feel the clacking of your hooves as your feet begin to shake. And you find yourself unable to proceed any closer towards the horrifying visage in front of you. You are frightened. Well, that's terrible. For one minute, which is ten rounds, unless you can break it, you can try at the end of your uh, at the end of your turn until you succeed on breaking the effect. So you are afraid you will have disadvantage on attack throws uh, while she is within line of sight to you. My goodness. Oh. It is now Neem's turn. Neem, you find yourself clacking in your hooves. Who was you just talking to before? I thought that was all me. Oh, yeah. Well, that was her turn. That was the effect of her turn. She didn't come charging forward. Actually. Oh. Yeah, I'll say she came forward. She's probably about 45 feet away, and she wailed at you, and now it is your turn, but you are too afraid to move closer, and you will have disadvantage on attacks against her if you choose to throw something at her. At the end of your turn, you can make a saving throw against the effect. Great. Has to be our strongest person, right? <laughs> Which dice am I supposed to use? Oh, I don't know if you can actually be afraid if you do a barbarian rage. <clears throat> What's it? I think she was ahemming to say you should do a barbarian rage. Absolutely. <laughs> Someone understands me. Of course. What would you like to do, Neem? Click. Boom. I'm going to throw a dice, I guess. She's not going into barbarian rage. I am a. I'm a yeah. Oh, he said that already? Okay. 
Neem. Barbarian rage. Yes. <laughs> you roar and enter a barbarian rage. Your muscles swell and your vision turns red. My, uh, my rage yelling is louder and scarier than her screaming. <laughs> you can tell. It gets louder with time. So I'm throwing the... I got my big hammer in my hand, though. You do have your big axe, but you can't get close enough to strike her despite your rage. I don't think you're immune to being frightened while raged. At least this doesn't say so. Okay. All right. I'll just stand here and wait for her to get closer, then. Your other option is to throw something at her. You could do that as well. She's 40 feet away. You are a very, very powerful individual. You can throw a spear or a hand axe that far, I believe. You already have disadvantage because she's in line of sight, so you don't really have to worry about the range. What is she wearing? So you saw her in her human visage. She was wearing, like, light night clothes, like an out nightgown outfit, before she started bleeding from her stomach and looked very concerned. And... That outfit that she was wearing is now just in tatters around her. It's like torn to pieces. All right. I will throw a spear at her since she does seem to have blood. Okay. You have disadvantage on this roll, so you take roll two dice and take the lower die. Which two dice am I throwing? Uh, uh, the d20. You have to roll two d20s and take the lower one. Oh, no. It's dinner. My turn to eat during the podcast. 19. For once in his life. 19. And 11. So it's 11. Did you thank the person who made the dinner? I did not. I thanked him before he started making the dinner. Thank him again. But I didn't expect him to I didn't expect him to bring it in in the middle of me talking. What was the second I heard a 19? 11 and 11. <sighs> Plus all your stuff. Ooh, all my stuff. Which is your strength? Uh what and your proficiency. So strength plus 2. Plus I think plus... your strength is 4 plus 2 adds 6. Okay. So that's a 17. Makes it uh, 17. Mm -hmm. Let me check. Not too bad. Yes. Your spear flies true, and she shrieks, ah, as it hits her in the stomach, right where she was just seemingly stabbed before. Uh, roll damage. Oh, no. I believe that a spear is 1d6 plus your strength. Okay. Do I have strength even though I'm at half strength? 1d6. That's the square one, right? The regular one. Yes, the regular one. Just one time? Yes. Five. Plus your four strength, plus because you are raging, two. So your five becomes four plus two, the seven. That's 11 points of damage. Oh, that's pretty good to be disadvantaged. 11 points of damage to the screaming, howling banshee. 45 feet away from you. You notice her color, which is a harsh red prior to the strike, seems to shift slightly. She becomes a more pinkish kind of hue as the spear flies through her and into the ground just behind. But you feel as if the attack still had effect. I predict Lars will become pink in hue. Who's Lars? I predict Pinkachu. <laughs> Pikachu. Next up in the order is Clef. Clef, your friends are nearby. One of them seems shaken. Not stirred. <laughs> and there is a color changing 
spectral banshee screaming just down the way. Can I possibly make him unshaken? Is that something I can do? Oh! Hmm. You could give him inspiration. We forgot to have him roll for his um, attempt to break the fright. Neem, go ahead and roll to see if you are no longer frightened. Are you un- uh, Shall I... What dice is that, the 20? Yes, it is a wisdom check, so you roll a d20 and add your wisdom. I don't know if I have any wisdom. 19. Wisdom is uh, uh, plus one. All right. 20. So 20. Neem, seeing your strike on the spectral beast in front of you, you find the resolve in your hooves and plant your feet firmly on the ground, no longer afraid of it. Clef, your friend no longer appears to be shaken. What do you want to do? I was going to say you could give him insp- or you could give him bardic inspiration so that he would have dice he could add to the saving throw, but, I mean, that doesn't matter now. Now, Awen gets my die. Here you go. Woohoo! You got a die. What do you say to your friend, your new friend, Awen? What do you say? Do you sing? Do you sing her a little song? Do-do-do-do-do-do! Do-do-do-do-do-do-do! Bahamut! 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 <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> I feel as though there is a song coming on. <laughs> the world is spinning! And that's what I say. The world is spinning? Yep, the world is spinning. How very fourth wall breaking of you. Thank you. Awen, you feel sureness in yourself as you hear these words of cosmic oddity. <laughs> and you also, you, you feel spinny. The world is spinning. Do you wish to do anything else with your turn, Clef? That was your bonus action. Mm. Nah. You don't wish to throw a thing? I'd rather not throw a thing. I want to see how badly she hits. (laughs) And then do something. Being extra overly cautious. (laughs) I don't have that much health. Ah, you could hold your action. Yes. So if you wanted to, you could fall backwards behind your friends and hold your action for if she comes forward to try and strike your friends. Yes, let me do that again. This is the same thing that happened last time, though. And I moved, and then I got screwed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Cliff inspires Eowyn, and then cowers behind Eowyn. <laughs> Eowyn, it is your turn. <laughs> hey, it's not my fault I don't have that much health anymore. Hmm. Oh, he's gone. Okay, so... He up and left. It's an undead thing? Wait, I might be out of spell slots. It's Roll a d20. It's a ghost. Well, it's definitely an undead thing then, isn't it? Yeah. Ooh, 15. You are very sure that it is an undead thing. Like you weren't sure before. Oh my. If you'd like to know more about it. Yes, give us more info. You believe that physical attacks upon it and lightning attacks upon it may not be as effective as against other creatures, but it is still able to be wounded. Your world's mm. a fantasy. I'm just eating all the broccoli. Hmm. Stop eating Deku. <clears throat> okay, so I have a javelin for throwing, right? It doesn't appear to be a javelin for throwing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Okay, well. Okay, so where is Neem in comparison to it? Neem is at your side as you traveled down the road towards the house. You saw the ghostly visage of the girl who has turned into this specter. And upon the color returning to the world, 
you saw the specter now standing before you as a glowing red banshee. Okay, I will go. It is about 45 feet away. All right, I'm just going to stay here. <laughs> okay. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to throw my javelin. I'm not going to get beat up like last time. All right. What is Rain going to do? Rain will be behind me. Okay. Cowering with the cowards. Rain takes cover behind you with Clef and... Brave, 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 brave Sir Clef. Clef. <laughs> you pull out a javelin from... Well, I guess Rain doesn't really have any, like, saddle or anything. I'm going to say Rain has a javelin strapped to the side of him, and you pull the javelin out and prepare to throw it at the Banshee. Secretly, Rain has a pocket dimension, and you can just pull stuff out and just be like, hey, guess what? I have this. All right, roll your attack. 16. Plus all your stuff. Wild strength. Why am I hearing strength? I'm not sure if javelins are strength. They probably are strength. It's probably add strength. So four. I doubt a javelin is a dex weapon. Plus your proficiency, which is plus two. Yes. What did you roll? 16. That is a 22 to hit. The javelin sails through the air and pierces through the spectral form, landing in the dirt behind. Roll a, um, a damage roll. So do I roll both of these dice? It is a d6 for a javelin. Just a singular one. But why do I have two? You What's have your that? inspiration? It's the extra to add to my d20, right? Mm -hmm. It would be to add to saving throws or your attack. Yes. Not to damage. Never to damage. Four. Plus your strength? Four. Ha! Get pranked. Four! You see a shift in the spectral visage in front of you as it screams at the damage from this piercing weapon going straight through its form. And then it charges further forward towards you. Ah. Oh my god. Just to be extra creepy, she charges into the ground. Huh? And then reappears five feet away from you. Into the ground? Okay, and then she's five feet away from us. In front of us or behind? Did she move like... She is in front of you. Okay, just checking. She had two two spears stuck through her and she <laughs> charges to us. That's why the spears fell on the ground behind her. Well, because she is... The ghost. Incorporeal. She will reach out a clawed hand towards you. Ah! Make... A constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw? I've only got one constitution. Man, I should be at the tables today. It is a 16. Plus one. <laughs> you should be at the tables today. <laughs> Awen. So good. You feel the very life essence from your body being drawn towards her outstretched hand as if she is trying to suck the very life from your bones. But! Oh my god. You call on the strength of your deity, Bahamut, and resist the thrall. Neem, it is your turn. You are no longer feared by this creature, which is five feet away from you. And I have a giant axe. 
and you do have a giant axe stra- strapped across your back, and your bl- your vision is blood red as you are in a barbarian rage full of hatred for undead and everything undead about them. <laughs> Love it, that's great. Give me a dice, I'm just going to throw it at him. Just going to hit him with an E20, I'm going to beat him. Beat him right in the face. With this big axe. I'm going to beat him to death. Give me that D20. I'm going to. I've got my big, big axe drawn and I'm going to throw. I'm not going to throw it. I'm just going to hold on to it. You're going to swing it. Can I move forward? I can move forward five feet? Yes. Yes, you can. And it's a five. Well. And a four makes nine. Plus your proficiency. Well, I don't have too much proficiency, so. It's plus two. So that gets you to 11. Yep. It's about 11, yep. Ah, just 11. With an 11. Just 11. You step forward full of hatred for this creature, and you strike down in a barbarian great axe swing from head to toe. It would have cut her right in half, but she just barely dodges out of the way of your strike. Of course. I hate that dice. (laughs) Clef, you have seen this banshee sidestep a blow that surely would have cut her in half. What do you want to do? Run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> run away! Run away! <laughs> just go and just What can I even do? Do you have any magical powers? She's full of magical powers. She keeps using her magical bardic ability to give everyone inspiration. And then they never use it. Well, I haven't needed it yet. The dice have been cut. If you'd have given it to Neem, he missed by just a smidgen. Just like the tiniest amount you can imagine that you could miss by. That's how much he missed by. If only he'd have been slightly inspired. It's not my fault. The world's spinning. I can't see. You do have, I believe, one more inspiration you can do today as a bonus action. It's almost free. Wow. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll Take it. Thing. Take my inspiration! <laughs> From behind you, behind Rain, behind Awen, <laughs> you hear the words, Take my inspiration! <laughs> and you feel like you can add a d6 to your next strike if you don't manage to hit the thing again. Except you probably will, because everything I do is absolutely useless sometimes. <laughs> Clef, do you choose to do anything else with your turn? Nah. <laughs> at least you did something. Yeah, at least I did one thing. It's like adventuring with a wall. Awen, <laughs> it is your turn. <laughs> it's like adventuring with a really tiny creature that can die. Okay, wait, where is it now? You do have a knife, I think. You could throw a knife at the thing. Shh, don't tell anyone. (laughs) (laughs) These are the allies you picked, Eowyn. (laughs) This is your fault. I didn't realize when uh, she didn't want to stay home with Grandma that uh, it was because I was lazy. (laughs) The world was just too full of adventure. Clef can't handle it. It's too much. (laughs) Too soon. So... Five feet away? Yeah. It is five feet in front of you. Neem has stepped up to it and caused it to sidestep a mighty blow of his great axe. All right, then I shall step up as well. 
to hit it with my greatsword. All right, you step up next to Neem, making a wall of armor and flesh, which will strike down your foes. Roll an attack. This inspiration cannot help me now. <laughs> what, you rolled a natural 20? I rolled a one. <laughs> oh, no. I hate everything. I'm going back to my kitchen, and I'm going to sing a song <laughs> about how I long for better friends. No, this is a perfect moment for a bard. Neem, you see as Awen's strike goes wide, just as Neem's did a moment ago, and you sing out from behind rain, hiding behind <laughs> the great, great feathers of the beast. You say, <laughs> And you have struck fear into its heart. <laughs> it's scared now. Now it is frightened, you see. Now it's gotten its own power used against it. Why am I hearing a sound? It's because Neem is a satyr and he secretly on his back is carrying a harpsichord. We're going to make a band. Band of brothers after this. Merry men. <laughs> As Awen's strike goes wide. Again. Oh, wait. And Neem's axe is planted in the ground just on the other side of the banshee. The banshee reaches forward with a spectral hand and shoves it. Well, actually, let me check. Shoves it straight into Neem's flesh. Ouch. Give me your soul. Oops, not that one. That's way too big a die. Oh. Uh-oh. Doesn't sound good. I'm waiting for it to be a party kill. Did we try to talk to this thing? Dealing 12 damage. And unfortunately, Neem, you feel the full brunt of that force as the rage that normally protects you from physical strikes Seems ineffective against a ghostly hand gripped around your heart. Around my heart? You take a full 12 damage. Whoa. Normally you take half because you're raging, but it seems as if this incorporeal thing has your weakness. Neem, it is your chance to strike back. Oh my god. You can feel icy cold grip around your heart. Your axe is laid out in front of you. What do you do? I plead for help. No! From Cliff, give me some help here. You are in a barbarian rage. Everything is red. You can't think straight. What do you do? Good night, Mom. Mom. He says good night, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> and then he dies. Night, Grandma. Well, I, I'm going to take the axe and swing. Instead of swinging over my head, I'm going to swing sideways like a baseball bat. In a great arc, Neem swings his great axe. I hope you don't roll a one. <laughs> I'm gonna throw something. Twelve plus four plus two is six. Twelve and three sixes, eighteen. Your wide swing strikes true. Roll damage against the ghostly visage of the Banshee. Is that the sixth, six-sided dice? Ah, uh, that is the twelve-sided dice, because you are now using your great big axe. Twelve-sided dice, okie dokie. Mom, look. It's a three. Plus four, plus two. It's four. That's true. So nine. 
Nine damage. Oh my god. So nine and seventeen, that's pretty good. You see the color of the banshee start to shift again to a slightly lighter reddish pink kind of color. It seems like your strikes are having an effect. We're up to 26 on my count. Clef, it is your turn. (laughs) You have, I believe, the ability... To throw a thing, yeah! No, to heal people, silly. for better friends. Well, if they're all dead, then you won't uh, be able to find too many better friends. I suppose you could get some skeleton buddies. Hey, skelly bros, want to be my friend? I could become a necromancer. It'll be so much cooler when the bones dance that way. A necromancer. I wonder what that's a reference to. So, what are you going to do with your turn? (laughs) Fine. I'll heal my friend so that the bones don't dance. I forgot how to do that. How to heal your friends? <laughs> Remember, everyone, we're professional D&D players. You should definitely try this at home. I bet you'd do better at it than we do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know what I'm doing still. I think you have healing word. Yes. That's me. You have other spells at your disposal, I believe. Yes. You could use one of them. I'm going to heal my friends so the bones don't dance. Go for it. They can dance. You just like to keep them in the flesh while they're doing it. <laughs> Wait, don't I have to roll the stupid d20? No, not to heal. To heal, you roll the heal. What? Which I think is 1d4 plus your spellcasting modifier. Okay. Oh, it's this time. I'm a bit dumb. I'm sorry. Oh, look. A one. Plus your spellcasting modifier of four. Oh, no. I think it's four. I, 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 I have no idea. Neem, you hear behind you the magical tunes of clef. It's like a bunch of clef notes in the back. Making... Some rackets. And they push away the icy cold grip of the specter, and you feel some warmth return to your chest. You gain five hit points. Wow. Eowyn, what do you do? Hmm. Let's say... I smack it with my greatsword! <laughs> Roll your attack. Difficult decision, eh? Wait, is Neem dying, really? You just gave him five. I mean, no, I only had twelve damage. Okay, so you're good. I'm okay. I rolled a thirteen. It's gonna get better next time. I'm getting better. Pass all your stuff. Plus a uh, six. All right, that's a nineteen. Your great sword strikes true and cuts through the incorporeal figure in front of you. Roll your damage. Rattle it. Four. Uh, seven plus uh, six plus four for your strength. Okay. Okay, seven plus four. Eleven. Eleven damage. Eleven damage. <laughs> All right. Your great sword strike runs through the beast. It pulls back away from Neem. 
and seeing you strike at it, it reaches out to touch into your body now. Uh... No. <laughs> Having seen the purplish energy spread out on Neem's body when it reached into him, you quickly move out of the way, clambering in your armor to make sure that it can't touch you. Neem, it is your turn. Oh, no. All right, I'm still within five feet of range, so give me that dice right here. Picking up my big axe. I don't have anything else. Is there a rock nearby? The big axe is your best weapon by far. Well, I just threw a three. (laughs) Oh, no. Three plus your six is nine. Six. Nine, yes, nine. With a nine, it feels like you're not going to hit it. It's a good thing you have inspiration. Inspiration! <coughs> inspiration? I've got roller skates on. Are you kidding? Add 1d6 to your strike. It's called has roller stones. 1d6? Yep, it's the regular die. Looks like a die. Okay. Five. Ah! You were at nine plus five is 14. Will that hit? With a 14, your axe... Seemingly guided by the musical notes drifting through the air, slams into the beast. Roll damage. And Clef said he wasn't doing anything. Oh, yeah, I did. (laughs) All right, that would be the 12-sided dice? It would be the 12-sided die. 12 is the number. Plus 2 plus your strength of 4. That's 18. That's a pretty good hit. Fifteen. Wow. Did we take this thing out? That makes uh, my count here. It's uh... You see a decisive change in the color of the creature. It is no longer reddish pink. She has changed colors to yellow. Uh-oh. Oh, no! She's yellow! It's 44 on my count. Clef, it is your turn. And I'm up to... Clef, do something, Clef. That's another great one. I tried that one today. Do something. He's talking to you. Oh, wait, what? I said across. Yeah, you're you're Clef, you know. (laughs) That's what I said. You you even chose the name. Do something. (laughs) Am I Clef today? Am I Ghost Slinger today? Am I a Jester today? I said across her nose, not up it. I knew it! I'm surrounded! (laughs) Okay, Clef plays some musical notes in the background. What else do you want to do? (laughs) She fiddles while while Rome burns. Yeah, that's my boss music. Okay, what what do you want to do with your turn, boss music lady? That's the boss music. Okay, what do you want to do with your turn? (laughs) You keep saying it! I need to know! Nothing is happening! I really need to rebalance the fight if you're really not in it. Oh, God. Okay, let, let me throw a thing. You've got a little knife there. I got a Clef pops up on glittery pixie wings. Oh, glitter. Sprite wings? Sprite wings. Glittery sprite wings and flings a tiny knife across the battlefield towards the yellow glowing banshee. Because the yellow for some. Did you roll a 13 total? Um, what do I add? 
Well, you'll add your attack modifier, which is maybe dexterity, maybe strength. I'm not really sure. And if it's strength, then that's a completely and utterly pointless. Okay, then it's got to be dexterity based. Okay, so then a 16. With a 16, the knife finds purchase in the creature in front of you. Roll a damage. It is 1d4. Yes. No, it's a 2. Plus your dexterity modifier. It's a 5. It's a 5 total? I think so. Is my addition right? Or what did you... Mm. Like, I said it's a 2 originally, and then you add 3, and then that's a 5. Yeah. You do 5 damage to the Banshee. Do you want to do anything else with your turn? Do you have another bonus action you could use? Another bonus action you can use. Yes or no? No. Bards are hard to play. You said you wanted to do one, so I gave you what you wanted. Yes, and I appreciate it. All right. Clef has joined the fray and thrown his knife, tiny, tiny knife, at the Banshee. It passes through her form, but she goes, ah! As it happens. <laughs> Not expecting there to be another combatant in the fight. Awen, it's your turn. Du, 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 du. Thanks for joining the battle, Clef. And now I'm going to leave. He said something. I don't like this new Clef. We're up to 49 on the points. So again, this cannot save me from the roll of the two. <laughs> That's not necessarily true. Three. It's necessarily true. <laughs> you rolled a one on the d6? I rolled a three on the d6. Oh, okay. So your two becomes a five. Five, but it still doesn't work. And your five gets added to it four plus two, which becomes 11. a nine. Or an eleven. Yeah, if I do math right. Math's a thing. Eleven total. Trying to strike the decisive blow, you bring down your great sword in the same way that the great axe missed before, and narrowly getting out of the way, the banshee gets out of the way. <laughs> the banshee, missing you before and you striking at her again, reaches out for Eowyn. I have good dice rolls. Now I have terrible dice rolls. That's the D&D curse. What is your armor class? Is it a... Me? Yes. Is it a 10? <laughs> oh, you win. No. <laughs> Despite missing, Awen stays nimble on her feet and jumps out of the way of the encroaching banshee hand. Long fingernails scraping across your armor. Neem, it's your turn. I've got my sword ready, and I am going to throw something here. Eleven plus four plus two. Eleven plus four plus two is seventeen. Seeing Awen dive roll out of the way in her heavy armor gives Neem an opportunity. He strikes across the barrel-rolling dragonborn and deals a decisive blow into the Banshee. Roll damage. And it's a nine. Plus six, because two for raging and four from your strength. So 15. Nice. I'm going to need a calculator. Keep this up. <laughs> uh, everyone's favorite part of D&D, &D, doing the math. All right, so it's 49 plus 15. You see the color of the banshee shift again. The yellowish form. 
becomes almost translucent. It's hard to see her now. Uh Uh-oh. But you feel like she's on her last legs. It can't be much less before you will break this undead chaotic entity. (laughs) Finish it off, Clef! Clef, it's your turn! Do you have a big finish? There's dancing and... (laughs) She's a playing music, music. <laughs> fireworks. Yeah, there's fireworks. There's everything. Like it's all planned out, man. Finish him. <laughs> this is now. Wait, is that true? I think so. I think so. I don't think Mortal Kombat said that. I don't either. <laughs> Mortal Kombat said KO. Yeah. Almost stabbing. Okay. <laughs> Neem pulls out some kind of stabbing device. Because I'm Neem. Neem. <laughs> I don't know. Clef yeah. pulls out some kind of stabbing device. Uh-huh. I'll edit that out. No one will ever know I messed that up. Except for you guys. <laughs> but then we won't know because we'll forget in the future. That's true. That way I will always look perfect because I write history. Because you edit. Oh, yes. He who edits... Always looks the best. All right, Clef, what are you doing with the thing you pulled out to stab someone with? Stabbing by getting a 13. The tiny wings of Clef, the sprite, carry him forward with great speed and stab straight into the beast with... Furious anger. (laughs) Whatever tiny weapon he happens to have equipped. Roll damage. Beep. Edit that out. (laughs) Yeah, apparently, Miss. Oh, I don't ever say anything bad. No, like it fell off the paper. I'm sorry. Yep, it fell right out of her mouth, right onto the recording. (laughs) It's a three plus a three. Look at that. It's a six. Clef stabs forward, his whole body passing through the entity, dealing six damage. All right. Please tell me I'm not disappointed. Well, we're up to 70. It's not quite dead yet, though. It shrieks in agony. Ah! That's some great shrieking. (laughs) Awen, it is your turn. One more chance to strike down the beastie. Great vengeance and furious anger. It is. You have recovered from your roll out of the way. What do you do? I will strike it with my great sword. Awen lunges forward with her great sword. Eighteen. And strikes home with a vicious blow. Roll damage. Six. Three. That's nine. Plus? Um, four. Thirteen damage. Not bad. Thirteen. The fireworks do not go off. The music does not play. The skeletons stop dancing. (laughs) 83. We're almost there. I was about to say, what does it look like as you strike down the Banshee? Do you do a, like, cool flurry? And a battle cry. Recovering from her roll, her dive roll out of the way from the Banshee's ghostly grasp, Eowyn lunges up from her kneeling position, great sword in hand, striking straight through, launching herself into the air as the Banshee's form dissipates out into nothingness. 
the skeleton. She lands, and with a flurry of her blade, sheaths the weapon, sure of her enemy's defeat. The skeletons go back to their graves. <laughs> As the banshee is defeated, Clef pulls out his... What are you using, Clef? Instrument-wise. My ocarina. Pulls out his ocarina and begins to play a catchy tune. And every time your fingers move off of the ocarina holes, a tiny firework explodes out of the ocarina. I disagree with this. In various different colors. How many colors? Various different colors. Seven. (laughs) That's cool. Is there seven holes in that thing? No, there's only six. Well, then there can only be six colors. The mouth hole counts as a seventh hole. And when you pull it off to breathe, it pops out another firework in a different color. Okay, well, I can live with that. Well, then eight. Looking forward down the path to where you saw the girl but a moment before the fight began, you see a new scene laid out before you. It's not the icy tundra. It's not the ashen wastelands. It's... Something different than before, but it is beautiful. And what is it? Standing in a field of wireflower, with a radiant city in the distance, you see that young lady again that became the Banshee. Follow the yellow brick road. She appears to be wearing light traveling clothes, and she has a smile on her face. Thank you for exercising the feelings of loss and loneliness, which have held my spirit captive for so many years. Then she holds up her hands and a sign of prayer before her color shifts again, this time to a light green, and the scene before you slowly fades away. Oh, wow. That's how ghosts work. (laughs) Roll a religion check. Oh my god. We're checking for religion? I'll ask him to offend some people. Is this a d20? 11. It is a d20, and you add religion if you have it bubbled in. I do. Otherwise, you'll just add, I think, intelligence. I do have religion. So mine is 13 total. 13! Uh, mine's only 8. Plus 1! Because intelligence exists. What was that, Stitch? I think she said 14. Yeah. Awen and Clef, you recognize the hand sign that she used. It was the. She was motioning in prayer to the goddess Arathis the goddess of civilization. It seems that her lady's protection has been restored to the lost soul. Poor unfortunate souls. You are sure that she has moved on to a better place now? Hmm, I hope so, jeez. Oh, she seemed to be happy when she left. She's unsad. Tried to kill us and now she's gone. Hey, that's how ghosts work. But you are left standing in a frozen tundra. Yay! You have... Maybe we can go get in this little house now. Yes, you're still near the house that was standing at that fork in the road. Yep. You're tired and cold. It feels like maybe it would be a good time to rest down. Yeah, it does, man. Sounds like- Let's go start a fire. I'd rather freeze. The house has a chimney. It's got to have a fire in there. Fireplace. Heading into the small house, you find that it is incredibly drafty. But it does a good deal to keep the cold at bay. Mm. Do you bed down for the night? I hope so. Yep. All right. If I was somebody, yes, I would bed down for the night. After collecting my javelin back from the ground. 
Yeah, after getting all our stuff from the ground. Mine too. A strangely blood-free battleground is laid out before you as you collect your gear. It's odd to have fought something that left no traces of its existence after it has passed. Mm. That's how ghosts work. (laughs) So, you bed down for the night. You regain all of your hit points. You get back your spell slots. Good. I needed those. I'm not sure if paladins regain their spell slots on a short rest. What? I don't know. It just occurred to me. I don't know if you would have had a spell slot. You'd have had to look. I'm not sure how they work. Far unfortunate, so... I need my spell slots back. You do have your spell slots now. The night passes... Oh, Fairly uneventfully. You don't hear anything other than the sound of the wind drafting through this ancient structure. The floor is dirt, and the walls are not very thick, but they do seem to be fairly well, like, in the ground. It doesn't seem like it's going to fall on you. Awen, I need you to roll me a d20. 16. That seems to be my lucky number tonight. (laughs) That's how Mafia works. Until I roll a (laughs) 2. You feel well-rested, and nothing is out of the ordinary about your person. Wait, okay. See how how this pans out. Seems too good to be true, oh my god! So, you're looking out across the frozen tundra in front of you. You know which direction you have to go, but looking at the weather today, it may not be that way for long. What do you guys do? Do you do anything to prepare to head out for the day? Anything interesting? You want to talk to each other? You want to talk about the ghost? Run. Well, it's interesting that she didn't really die. That's how ghosts work. We beat the crap out of her. He was already she's dead. happy. Yeah, you can't kill something that died tw- once already. She was happy when she left, though. She was happy because we got rid of Sad. Hmm. Maybe we should have talked to her first. Uh, before we started throwing spears and swords at her. Oh, she, she, that's not how it goes. Well. The sounds of demons. A banshee is a scary thing. So we set off. Setting off into the harsh weather. Clef, you find it quite difficult to make headway against the breeze. The cold air is constantly pushing you down towards the ground. I think we should have stayed in the house for a while longer. (laughs) (coughs) We cannot rest until we have saved, completed our quest. Okay, we're going south, and it's getting more snow as we go south. I don't understand it. You continue on the path. But as the day grows long, it seems less and less clear in the harsh weather what is path and what is not. Snow starts falling, and the continual breeze is blowing large clumps of snowflake your direction, against you and your companions. I'll pick an end to that sentence eventually. Some of the larger clumps of snow dance across the ground like tumbleweeds. Occasionally, out of the corner of your eye, you feel as if you can see blue sparkles pushing the tumbling balls of snow along. (gasps) The weather is wearing you down. It's been quite difficult to make headway, and it's becoming more and more difficult to see the path. What are you doing to make your way? Have you taken any precautions against the weather? I look like a ghost to put on something... Clef has created a magical mustache of snow. It <laughs> makes him look kind of like a very tiny dwarf. That's how that works. <laughs> Thank you. Hmm. Wait, can I also make a magical tree on my head? 
to make a magical tree on your head, you would have to be a druid. You're not. No. I'm sorry. What about a But I did give you a magical mustache. Snow tree. Snow right. tree. Oh, you wish to make a tree out of snow? Like, made out of snow? Yes. Yeah, that still doesn't work. Sorry! <laughs> no, I was talking to Dad. He was trying to block the microphone again. Oh, okay. Oh, Every Unfortunately, when you try and do it, it makes a whole bunch of noise, so I can't hear them. Big noise. Oh, no. So, uh, yes, you can, you can use prestidigitation to make a magical snow-shaped tree on your head. Yee! You are, how tall are you, Clef? You can't be very tall, maybe a foot tall. You are struggling in the snow that is now almost nine inches. It is very difficult for you to walk. Do you do anything about it? You have companions with you that are much bigger and don't rely on wings for movement. You could sit on rain. That was the idea, steal rain. I could carry her. No, we are stealing rain. Clef. Rain sees you hopping from footprint to footprint in order to continue moving along with your friends, and he picks you up in his beak to carry you. Nice. (laughs) You scamper up the side of his face, making your way along his feathers, and take a spot right behind his pointy ears. Oh, you should be warm there. I need everyone to make an endurance check. Roll a d20 and add your endurance. Endurance. Oh, we're going to die in the snow? Endurance. Hm. I believe it's strength-based. If it's not on there, call it strength. Great. You're so helpful. Strength of hand is... Sorry, I think it's a fourth edition now that I think about it. Fifteen it's, total. It's two plus seven is eight, nine. Fifteen. Minus it's only nine for me. Ooh. I got a fourteen. You got a fourteen. All right. With your soft spot behind Rain's ears, you find yourself able to stay warm despite the fact that you're not moving around as much. Awen, you have braced your armor against the cold as best you can. You have your gear strapped to you as tight as it gets in order to keep the frost at bay. But Neem, being a satyr, you don't have much in the way of garb. You have some basic coverings and your fur, but your fur is not nearly thick enough as it is not currently winter. Uh, so you find yourself battered by the snow. You take... Oh no, he's taking damage? Four damage from the cold and the wind as you struggle to make your way along the path with your friends. Dang. You can't help but think of freezing to death. On this journey. This is terrible. It seems as if the cold will never end. You didn't expect ice to be what would do you in. So is there trees? It's difficult to see anything. Uh, The land around you is fairly flat, but you see dunes apparently made of snow and ice. I told you we should have stayed in that house for a while. What, wait out winter? (laughs) Well, we could... Maybe check for a piece of wood or furniture to hide behind or something to make a Instead make a shield time, out of. I mean, roll perception. Me? Everybody. Perception it is. Perception is a real stat that I didn't make up. Ten plus four plus. It cannot be four. <laughs> you don't get four on perception. <laughs> what did I get? A, it's ten. Do I get anything else? 
Well, you don't get to add your strength modifier to perception. <laughs> if perception is bubbled in, you can have the uh, plus two for your proficiency. If it is not, you would just add um, wisdom, I believe. 17. 14. Okay. Hey, I'm a caveman. What do you expect? I got 10. You rolled You rolled a 10. I don't think you have any wisdom. Maybe plus one, so it's maybe an 11. If I had wisdom, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> Neem, the path is gone from before you. It's very difficult to tell which direction you're going, and your hooves are chattering in the snow from the freezing wind. Wisdom is blank. <laughs> That's passive wisdom. Go up a little bit. Oh, okay. Under under uh, wisdom, the stat, it should be up two, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got one. Yeah. Okay. So an 11. Wow. Survival is, blow, uh, is filled in. I should have probably had you roll survival, not endurance. Anyway, moving right along, you're distracted by the cold. You're just following along with your friends. You can't really tell which direction you're going anymore. Awen. The path is gone from in front of you as well. It is very difficult to see what's going on through the blistering wind and snow that's falling down like chunks all around you. In the distance, you can see in the direction that you think you're meant to go in something that looks like a post half buried in the snow. Narnia? <laughs> no. Clef, you see... The post in the direction that Awen is going from your perch on Rain's neck? Yeah, from your perch on Rain's neck just behind his ears. You can see the path that A or the post that Awen is headed towards. But just beyond that, you see something else in the snow. There's another dark shape. It you can't quite make it out. It just looks like a lump and it's difficult to see other than that it's something distinctly different from the snow and ice that makes up everything else around. <laughs> what do you guys want to do? A when there's a lump. Shouting across the snow you hear <laughs> oh, there's a lump. There's a what? <laughs> a lump. Don't trip, don't trip over it. Kay. In the snow where the sign is. So I should investigate? No. I shouldn't investigate. No. So what do you guys do? You you don't see a path anymore. All you see is this post sticking half out of the snow that appears you think is in the direction that you were going in. Do you remember how in the desert we had to follow those posts? Did we have to follow posts? Was that the thing? Well, Clef certainly didn't. Yeah, but no, I'm I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> this is this is this is Jessica talking now. Clef doesn't yeah, know this, but I know this. I have spotted what's going on here. Yeah, because I'm big smart. I'm sorry. I'm so you want to follow the post? Again, yes. Seems like it worked the last time. Okay, I will head towards the post. The lump! Kill the lump! Is it a lump that I should kill? <laughs> I don't know. It's a lump! <laughs> we don't trust lumps. I feel like it it's going to be something dead. It could be a grave. It could be a grave. We don't know what that is. It's it, under it could the snow. be something to murder us as well. So yeah, all of these things are correct, but also wrong. So what? What? What do you guys do? A, when you have been informed that there is something that you have not seen past the direction that you are headed. There's a lump. A lump. Okay, so if I head towards the signpost, there's a lump. There's a lump past it. So I shall take you. The three of you are huddled in the snow about 60 feet away from 
the post that is half buried. You are trying to make up your mind how you are going to proceed forward. The lump. I will proceed forward with great caution, removing my great sword to poke the lump. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to poke the lump, you have to go past the signpost. Yes. As you oh, it's a signpost. I wonder if that's significant. <laughs> They've been calling it a signpost. I've just I picked up what they said. Okay. Maybe there's something written on it. <laughs> As you proceed forward, past the post that is buried in the snow, you can just make out a metal topper on its head. On the post? It seems to be marked with a crest of some kind. It reminds you of a trail marking post. Looking around, you don't see another one. It's going to be hard to spot them in this heavy snow. Mm. We have to use our eyes. No, we don't have a magic stone on a string. <laughs> From this vantage point, you can see the lump in the snow, the shape that Clef was warning you about. It doesn't look like a post, but you're not sure what it is, and you can't really make out anything else through the heavy snow. Poke it! So use my sword to lift the snow. Proceeding further forward and getting close, you approach the dark lump in the snow. It's dark. Yeah. It's a dark lump. You can make out some heavy brown leathers as you draw near, and you see faint green. The wind blows and lift up what appears to be feathers. Uh-oh. Just below the surface of the heavily laid down snow. Getting closer still, it looks like the rough shape of a person half buried, laying down in the snow. They're exhausted. Let's pick them up and save their life, and then they'll give us gratitude. Or kill us. Because Awen said she was the one going forward, I'm assuming the two of you are still stopped some distance away from the post. Yes. Awen, what do you do? It's your call now. There is a person here! <laughs> oh, well. Across the wind, Neem and Clef roll a perception to make sure you can hear. Twelve plus four. Do I get four? No. It's wisdom again. It's plus, plus one. Twelve, thirteen. How about Clef? Do you hear? Fifteen. Okay. The both of you can faintly make out the signs of her saying, there is a person here. What do you do, people? The wind makes it hard to hear. I'm going forward, even though I have four damage. Yes, go get the guy. I want to make sh see if they're alive. Get the guy. Exactly. Awen, you stoop down in the snow next to... But the the person that you can make out uh, just beneath its surface, uh, inspecting them to see if they're alive, you find a feathered arm covering over the face of a humanoid bird person. They have... There's more than one? They have bright green feathers in stark contrast to the whites and blues of the snow all around you. You see a tall mohawk of green framing their head. Red and white encircle their eyes, making them look, making their eyes look rather larger than they are, even while they're closed. Finally, their red beak is half buried in the cold ice. You see tiny nostrils producing short little bursts of steam as the unconscious figure is slowly freezing to death. All right, we're going to save this person. Yeah, save the bird. We need to grab them and find trees. 
Roll a uh, roll a d20. All of us or just her? Just her. Why don't we lay down on top of them? Fourteen. As you move the feathered arm, a piece of flint falls out of their hand. Oh, man, fire. And you notice that nearby appears to be another mound in the snow. <gasps> a big mound? What do you do? Is it a big mound? Go to the mound. Uh, it appears to be... Moundish. Uh, about the size of a large cat. No, it would be bigger than that. Maybe a medium-sized dog. About the size of a medium-sized dog. All right, Shasta. I'll pick up the flint and head to the other mound. Okay, yeah, it's like two feet away. So, what do you do when you're at the other mound? That's like two feet from you. Start unburying it. You unbury it and find that there is a collection of various small pieces of burnable material. Some small pieces of wood. It looks like this person was trying to make a fire before they succumbed to the cold. That's bad news, guys. It probably means that there's no place to get in out of the weather. <laughs> Makes them a fire. Well, yeah, but I need to find trees. Well... You can't make a fire out here in the, you know... That's not how Mafia works. <laughs> out here in the open, the snow. Okay, fine. Let's just let them die. No, we're going to move, move them. Behind, move behind the post, I guess. we got to find trees. There are no trees. Are you sure? We are there trees? somewhere. Clef, roll a perception check. You are now there. I am now there. I think you said you were going forward. Did you say you were going forward, or did only Neem say he was going forward? I was going to, but then... Okay, wait. Neem said he was going forward. Neem, you come upon the scene of Awen uncovering this uh, half-full fire pit and the bird person that is laying unconscious in the snow nearby. Make a... Roll a d20 for me. Just a d20. Nothing else. 16. Add your survival, which I think is plus three, because you have survival bubbled in. You notice that the position where they are is actually pushed up next to one of the bigger dunes around you to try and keep out of the wind. Ah. See, it's ice dunes. With your high survival roll, you feel like with the three of you, you may be able to push some of the snow up out of the way in order to block the rest of the wind and try and make this fire burn. Well, mainly just the two of them. I'm, I'm kind of tiny. Well, they have a... They have a... a, a yeah, they, they have that... A rain. They have that thing. They've got a... What is, what is rain? A hippogriff. There's a hippogriff with you, too. Yeah, I'm not included. All right, we're going to do the fire thing. Okay, we're building sno a snowbank. Do you share, Neem? Do you share what you saw? Yes, I'm sharing. Okay. Uh, I, I look, <laughs> I'm sharing. <laughs> Please. Well, you're sharing pictures, but the listeners can't hear you sharing pictures. <laughs> okay. We're building a snowbank right here in the back around this fire to make it higher so that we can have a little protection here. We'll move him over here or them, whatever they are, over here. For the listeners at home, he is pointing at a, at a lump labeled lump on his page <laughs> and referring to it as him. <laughs> <laughs> the Birdman. We must move him. Well, Birdman. Now, Clef, hmm. if you would like to push Rain forward, you can join the rest of the party, as the two of them appear to be moving around snow as best they can with their hands and boots and feet. 
All right, let me let me just be like go. Okay, you tell Rain to help, and Rain attempts to dig as much as he can, like a a, a bird dog in the snow. Bird dog pushing snow up against this uh, this dune to try and and brace against the wind, and we will find out whether or not our heroes manage to start up this fire next time on D and D tonight. What he doesn't realize is I already have a plan for that. <laughs> but what you don't realize is you're going to forget that. <gasps> yes, because you have a week to forget. <laughs> Dang it. You're correct. I win. All right, everyone. I hope you had fun. I'm sorry the Banshee was so hard to kill. That was a rough. See my fire right there? Maybe I'll be Minecraft. I'm already Minecraft. She rolled exceedingly bad to kill you all. I was kind of nervous after that first hit, <laughs> and then after that, nothing happened. I couldn't do anything. Except for you guys wailing on her over and over and over again. So talk about me and Dad missed a few times. Yes, you even got to use your inspiration. For once in your life. It didn't help, but I used it. Well, the other one helped. Yes. Oh, I should make a note. So should I tell you my plan? <laughs> no, I'm- Go for it! Tell the plan! I want to use- my dragon breath! Oh, wow. <gasps> we never talked about your dragon breath, did we? Mm. Why did you not use your dragon breath in any of the fights? <laughs> yeah, Mom. It's not a thing I have to say, right? What? Well, I think you can do it once every short rest, I think. I'm pretty sure. What color uh, dragonborn are you? You're blue, I think? I thought it was red. I thought she was red. Are you red? You might be red. I don't remember. Is it written down on your character sheet? I think she's red. Pretty sure she's red. She, she should be red. If she's red, it's fire. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have a problem with fire. That, it, what, yeah, smart. What happens if, what happens if it's blue? Lightning. Mm, that's better than what I thought. What happens? What did you think? Water? You going to spit a bunch of water at somebody? Yes. No, I actually thought ice. Man. Oh, yeah, ice would be pretty useless here. I guess if you were light blue, it could be ice. It actually depends. Every color kind of has two options. Because the progenitor of the different dragon kinds could either be one way or the other. So, like, you can be a green dragon and either have poison or acid. And I don't remember what the other option is for um, red. But, like, blue, I think you could do ice or lightning. I always pick lightning because lightning is cool. Lightning is cool, but ice is cool. Wouldn't lightning make a fire? It could. That's why I was I was surprised she was going with, I'm going to use my lightning breath, because I thought she was blue. You know what? I think it was, no, because he's black. Dargon is black. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know where I got blue from. What does black do? Maybe just because rain is blue. Rain is blue. <laughs> what does black do? Yeah, what does black do, Derek? Uh, black has options. I think uh, one of them is acid, because I'm pretty sure that Dargon uses acid. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. Dragon spits Yeah, there's a whole thing in the book under Dragonborn for what kind of uh, breath weapon you're going to have. That's cool. And you can either do a 15-foot cone or a 30-foot-long line. Like, lightning is a 30-foot-long line. I think ice is a 15-foot cone. Well, I think it says... I think 15-foot cone says for the, uh, the, the breath. Yeah, I think oh. it's a 15-foot cone of fire. I drew the javelin, but I don't know how it works. It doesn't look right. 
So a javelin is typically pointy at both ends. Oh, it is at both ends. Okay, that's what my problem is. All right, I'll change that. How about you, Clef? Did you have fun? Did she just leave? I'm going to... She's headed to the door. Trash. Oh, all right. Well, as long as, as long as you had fun, I think I'm good. I had fun screaming. <laughs> like a banshee. It's my favorite activity. Your favorite activity is screaming? Yes. I think I can keep you entertained then. Look at how cute <laughs> this bird is! That's pretty adorable. I simply must have it! <laughs> Poor Ergs on a BB-8! 